Dancers have a lot to balance. From their pirouettes to their jumps, a dancer's performance is a direct result of hard work and motivation. So where does food fit into this? There's a lot of myths and a ton of antiquated ideals about what a dancer's diet should look like. And I'm here to dispel those. I'm Rachel Fine, registered dietitian nutritionist and founder of To The Point Nutrition. I'm the dance nutritionist and I'm here to tell you that to be a successful dancer, you don't have to diet. Instead, I'll teach you how to use food as your best tool to enhance your performance. A nourishing meal plan not only fuels your dancing, but also enhances your strength, improves your balance, supports your flexibility, and most importantly, reduces your risk to injury. Hi everybody, welcome to this week's episode of Conversations with the Pros. I'm chatting with the ultimate dance mom, Melissa Gisoni. Uh, for those of you who don't know, this is Maddie and Kenzie Zeigler's mom. Um, and yeah, we're gonna be chatting a lot about what it means to be a dance parent and the pressures that a lot of dance parents really face uh, when it comes to raising children in the dance world, right? Especially if you're not familiar with the dance world. So let's get Melissa in here. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Before I forget, I have to say this. Your last Instagram. Oh my gosh. I loved it because I'm not a dancer. However, I open the refrigerator and I do dance <laughs> because yes. it's just, I just do. Totally. Um, I love dance as you know, but yeah. I can't dance, <laughs> but you have beautiful feet. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I feel like, oh my God, it's, I don't, I don't see myself as having beautiful feet, to be honest with you. I feel like I've worked at it, doing just a lot of point work has helped, but there, I've seen better feet, put it that way. I've seen better feet. <laughs> I think you're fabulous. <laughs> well, thank you, Melissa. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. Um, I run this blog called dancenutrition.com, and a major part of it is actually communicating with dance parents like yourself. And, you know, especially for dance parents that, maybe even maybe you can relate to this that have not danced when they were younger or don't know this world until their children are thrown into it. Mm -hmm. It could be very intimidating. Yeah, I think that's fabulous. It's so important um, for kids to, um, you know, when I see a dancer that doesn't eat, it just breaks my heart because we all need food. I actually have the table set. We're having Chinese tonight. Uh, I know I'm so excited but you know um, I just really crushes my heart when like kids at a dance competition have their food packed and it's like carrots and celery and then the other kids are eating like fries and pizza from the you know and they just like look and I feel so bad because you can balance you can totally balance food you can have that slice of pizza and have a piece of fruit and still yeah. be okay and I love that about you you are so you really are teaching children and adults, how to eat properly. Oh, I appreciate that. I mean, listen, mm -hmm. I've been, I've been in there. I've been in those shoes of just 
you know, thinking that we need to have full-blown control over our food choices, you know, dancers, especially in the competition world, right? There's only a certain amount of control that we have over our abilities, because unfortunately, a lot of that control is left to our teachers and to the judges. And, you know, it can drive a dancer to wanting to find control through other aspects of their life, whether it be food or body weight. And that's when we see those patterns of, you know, sitting there with the carrot sticks instead of being able to partake in other fun experiences. And you're right, it's not that it has to be pizza and fries every day, but it's a matter of finding what feels good, both physically and mentally, and knowing that it can incorporate pizza and it can incorporate salad and it can incorporate all of those foods. Mm -hmm. You know, it's really funny when my kids went, well, Mackenzie wasn't starting it, but well, yeah, she did. When they started at their studio, Maddie was only four and Kenzie wasn't even two. And there was scales all Oof. over the dressing room. And they were, you told I was like, me that. Mm-hmm. but they were all broken, which I thought was funny. I'm like, why are they still here? Cause I guess the kids all broke them. Cause they used mm. to get weighed. They literally used to get weighed. I'm like, what? We still see this. I mean, this is something it's definitely facing out, but there's no doubt that studios, companies are still weighing dancers, are asking for weights on audition forms. And it's horrible because, you know, our body weight doesn't reflect artistic ability. It it boils down to that. Mm -mm. No, that's, oh my goodness. Talk about the show a little bit. What was your experience being on Dance Moms? Um, Was it fun? Was it stressful? Was it exciting? How could you describe it? It was for sure fun because I have fabulous friends. I mean, we have friendships that will be forever and ever, which I'm so excited. I'm actually going home to go to Jill's daughter's shower next oh week gosh, so I'm so leaving nice. Friday because her shower's on Saturday so we're so excited I'm picking up Holly and we're gonna go mm-hmm. together so I can't wait I'm like oh my gosh we're going to a wedding shower um and the the friendships were incredible the experiences that the girls have had and their friendships are incredible and um, a lot of the girls um got together not too long ago it was Maddie Kenzie Chloe um Nia Brooke and um it was so fun. They got together and had like, a game night. So nice. And they tell each other secrets. Mm-hmm. That no, you know, or you know, they confide sure. in each other. Um, so that's great. And dance, dance is such an amazing sport. It, it makes people always connected for years, which yeah. I think is great. And our girls at the studio, like, you know, another one of our girls just got engaged the other day. And, you know, she sent Maddie and Kenzie and I a message and we were so excited. And, you know, but the the show itself was beyond stressful. <laughs> sure. If I could do it again, I would do it differently. Mm. Um, but I did enjoy it for sure. But mm-hmm. it was a lot of pressure for those kids. Sure. And I think that's just a reflection upon so much, you know, the, the pros of having your child in the dance world, the connections that you make. I mean, for me personally, my, some of my best friends are the dancers that I grew up with, that we confide in each other. I could go years without speaking to a dance friend and see yes. them. See them. And we, this literally just happened a couple months ago. We sat in my car and like spoke for two hours. Like no time has passed. Isn't it incredible? And even the moms, like I'm yeah. friends. There's like seven of us moms from the studio that have a chat. And, mm. and those kids are all getting married, 
So you know how old those kids are. They're in their Mm -hmm. 20s. And uh, my daughters are 17 and 18. And the friendships are like no other. Absolutely. And then, of course, like on the flip side, there is definitely the pressure and um, the pressure of being in that high intense environment. Mm -hmm. How did you as a parent, you know, keep things as much as you could grounded? You know, were you able to keep some traditions at home and uh, just keep life a little bit a little bit more grounded? Well, we really tried to like, um, for instance, I always say we because we were a family. Sure. All of us on the show. Uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and all that was always really important to us. Um, but Halloween was something so big for our kids, and they loved trick-or-treating. And it was very rare they got to do it. Um, the one year, they were so sad, the kids. So the crew had a party for them. Oh, nice. Our, we had the really, really awesome crew. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they've had friendships for years as well. Um, but the crew had a party for the kids. And we yeah. all dressed up, and that was really nice. Um, sometimes the bus driver would rush us home to, to trick-or-treat the one night. Um, the kids did get to trick-or-treat, and they all trick-or-treated in their uniforms. That's so nice. They all went as each other. I think they switched jackets. <laughs> um, but our kids are really grounded because they had rules. We tried to go to bed by 10, you know, and homework and you know chores at home make their bed and yeah which is so important it's hard but Mm -hmm. I, I think it's important for any dancer right because so often as dancers we get very focused on our sport and it could you know, cause us to not necessarily see the other experiences in life, even in experience like doing chores and having homework and and pursuing even academic coursework. I think a lot of dancers tend to get very like single track minded. And it's so important that we not forget and for other dance parents to know that they can, you know, keep and even encourage other avenues in life as well. It's funny because, um, my kids really didn't have a lot of school friends Hmm. because as a dancer, all your friends are a dance. Sure. Um, You know, and that's kind of sad, but then when you think about it, it's friends for life. Absolutely. Like sisters and brothers. Right. Oh my gosh. We have lots of those brothers too. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. So, you know, there's no doubt that dancers are knee deep in pressures when it comes to body aesthetics and food. And I'm curious, you know, did those conversations ever come up amongst whether it be Maddie and Kenzie or maybe just amongst the other dance moms? Did they ever come up? Um, Well, we try. I think the moms that I was with, none of them told their kids what they had to eat, which was really good as a group. Yeah. I mean, our kids ate ice cream. I mean, they ate, you know, it's really funny because our, um, the kids always had snacks because we were filming a TV show. So they had to provide food for them. And we got mad because our kids, if you put fruit and vegetables out, it would be gone like that. Sure. Okay. But if you put chips and dip, it's going to be gone like that too. Sure. So it doesn't matter what you put out. So we said... Let's give the kids healthy options because sure. they would 
it was easy for them to buy them chips and pretzels mm. and gummy bears. And I'm like, no gummies, because first mm-hmm. of all, it rots their teeth. Mm-hmm. And they started giving them healthier snacks and the kids loved it. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, we encouraged, of course, but we never told them they were not allowed to eat something. Absolutely. And I think that's such a good point, right? For parents to know that boundary of, you know, encouraging nourishing options that are going to help to sustain their energy levels, like fruit and like vegetables mm-hmm. and more, more fibrous snacks. Hummus. Exactly. That are going to provide more last, longer lasting energy. You know, whether you're doing a dance competition and or doing a dance competition and filming a show, right? You need lasting energy. And I think encouraging those options like fruits and veggies and hummus and balanced snacks is so important while also, you know, not saying you shouldn't be eating the gummies or you shouldn't be eating. Um, But yeah, encouraging both. It just sounds like you were able to keep so much balance. And again, that more grounded mindset, despite a lot of industry pressures that I'm sure maybe not were directly experienced with you or even with the other dance moms or the dancers, but I'm sure were experienced as a whole, like through the industry as a whole. But our kids, I want to get something because I don't want to forget. Um, sure. Our kids were, you know, put under a lot of pressure, but like mm. Mackenzie, she had a rough time because her teacher would call her stomach Bob. You told me that once. Yeah. And, you you know, told me that. Kenzie was a little girl and she had like a little belly because that's sure. what kid a baby um, that yeah it's, it's normal you know it still sticks with her Ugh. but I want to tell you look at these um these are so good what are um, they I just they're called mini pita bread and it's from oh. Joseph's they're really expensive they're I mean oh so I, I like love that these. They're flat, they're flax, oat brand, and whole wheat. Yeah. These are such a nice, healthy snack. So, Ooh, I like those. You're going to text me a picture of those. I am. I, oh my God, they smell. But listen, they're carbs, right? So they're, they're supplying you with energy. They're Mm -hmm. satisfying, uh, quick, convenient, right? That's what we think about when we think about snacking, which by the way, so good for dancers too, right? We need convenience. We need packable options. That's not just like carrot sticks. Mm-hmm. Like on my counter, I have, um, I always wash all my fruit. But, mm-hmm. So I have bananas, I have apples, oranges, nectarines out on my counter and then avocados. But then in the fridge, I have blueberries, strawberries, and two different grapes, as long as they're good, I buy purple and sure uh, green grapes and raspberries. So it's so funny. I'll see my kids. Maddie doesn't live here, but she's here all the time. Um, mm-hmm. They literally have the refrigerator open and their hands are like this. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, you can put it on the counter, but it's, yes, it makes it really easy because mm-hmm. fruit is great, but if yeah. you have it in the container, you're not going to eat it. Yeah, Totally. Pre-washing, I think that's so important. Just again, going back to being a dance parent and for me now as a new mom, I mean, it's just so important to have things that are convenient and easy options. You know, you're busy. I'm sure you experience just whether you're being on the show and and not, right? Like post-show life, you're busy. You're constantly multitasking. So you need easy and convenience. So Mackenzie, we went home a couple weeks ago to Pittsburgh and Kenzie went to Dance Mechanics. We love, mm. that's their studio, her home studio, Sure. Um, which she loves um, everyone there. So Greg, my husband, packed her. It was so cute. I'm like, she's 17. She doesn't need this. But he goes, I packed her a turkey sandwich with honey mustard and, mm-hmm. and an apple, banana, and 
water and I forget what else he put in there. A, mm -hmm. I think a piece of chocolate, but mm -hmm. it's in a Ziploc bag. Yes, I love it. Get out the door. I'm like, oh my god. I love it. I just love that you encourage food as being something that's not necessarily something that has to be feared, right? And it's something that is like serving not just a purpose of like physically physically fueling our body, but also serving a purpose of just making us happy. I mean, even the bread that you're showing me, like it's it's exciting. <gasps> it's happiness. <laughs> Literally, it food. makes me happy. That's what food is and that's what food should be. And I think a lot of dancers and even dance parents, you know, develop a lot of fear around food. Mm. And that was so many years ago and Mackenzie's 17. Yeah, and, and it literally still impacts her. She said it the other day. When she, yeah. We have this really cute mirror that we got as a gift behind me. It's so cute. It lights up. And the, the rule is when you pass it, you have to dance. Oh, I love that any time a negative body comment. It's also just overall fat phobic. It's stigmatizing to any dancer who might be in a larger body. Uh, it's really terrible. And we need to, as an industry, just encourage that body comments just go out the window. Because like I said earlier, at the end of the day, your artistic abilities are not a product of the shape and size of your body, right? It's a product of your ability to transcend an audience. And I'm sure you know that just from watching your daughters dance. So uh, right before COVID hit, I went to uh, the girls acting coaches first, her daughter's first dance competition. And I loved it. I was literally almost crying watching these girls I don't even know. There was a girl that went on stage, very appropriate outfit. She had a beautiful skirt, like dress. I was so proud of her. I searched for her to tell wow. her how much I loved her dance because she tapped. Mm. She was incredible. And I said, sure. I, you were my favorite person today on stage because she, yeah. you could tell she loved, the, loved it. Her costume was appropriate because I can't stand when these kids have inappropriate costumes. I mean, Which she, was is a, like... she was a tapper. She shouldn't have her boobs out. I mean, totally. you shouldn't have your boobs out anyway, but, <laughs> and she was so good and she loved to dance and her confidence mm. was like, Wah. I said, mm. please never stop because I was so proud of her. Yeah. Speaking of costumes, did you ever see a shift or have you seen a shift in just the styles of costumes over the years? Because I mean, I experienced it's like getting less and less and less and less. What about you? What's your experience? So costumes, yes, were smaller and smaller and smaller. And I don't think that's really necessary. We didn't really have a choice on the show. Mm -hmm. I mean, some, some of the costumes were like fabulous, beautiful, but the one costume, they actually took the episode off the air. Really? Mm -hmm. Because it was a nude leotard and literally Mackenzie's, I saw it the other day, her triangles were, I swear, this big. Oh my God. Because she was seven. Yeah. I oh mean, my God. It was probably a little bigger than this. Like, oh my God. And they called them the showgirls because they had feathers, like these mm -hmm. big feather fans. And it looked like they were naked. <laughs> and they took yeah. it off the air. Wow. Oh my gosh. It's unreal. But I definitely see that too. Just a major shift, which is so silly because, again, I feel like it just takes away from, you know, dance as an art form right and if we're just going to sexualize it then I feel like we're just taking away from the artistry of it a bit and then it makes the girls feel bad yeah about you know looking at their body in it and that's not necessary like right you shouldn't have to worry about that 
Right. So Melissa, I would love to ask you, obviously the dance world is competitive. You experienced this with Maddie and Kenzie. Any words of advice for parents who are entering this world of dance, dance competitions, whatever it might be, don't really have much background in it themselves. And, you know, this is due territory for them. You know, what can you tell them? What words of advice in regards to encouraging um, and pursuing this? Well, Danielle is my girlfriend, you know, and she has our little um, baby. Um, You know, it's his first year. And she was like, shouldn't he have more than one solo? I'm like, no he's just a baby and let him enjoy like my kids always had just one solo sure Um, but enjoy it and not work don't worry about the first prize trophy because when they're in college or going for a job no one's going to care that they were miss teen (laughs) or miss petite something no one's going to care I think that it's more of keeping your body in shape having Mm. fun being in a group learning those life skills of, um, you know, learning to be in a group. Sportsmanship is really important. Yeah. And supporting one another. I think that is like such a big deal. Who cares who wins the trophy? It's a trophy. And I just took all our trophies and donated them because they need them for the Special Olympics. And I'm like, all these trophies, you know, it's more about being a good person, being a good team member. I was literally just talking to someone today about how a dancer who I know, younger dancer, also really just starting on the competition circuit, but really having a lot of self-doubts because she's worried that apparently ballet doesn't really rank well and she might not get a platinum, she might get a gold or a silver, whatever, whatever it means. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. Exactly what you said, okay, was years down the road, you are not going to remember whether you got the platinum or the miss extensions or the miss whatever it is you're gonna you're gonna remember that you were on stage and you were dancing and that experience alone is what you're gonna remember not the trophy that you're receiving from it as a mom you're gonna laugh what i remember and what i treasure the most is lunch um, Ah. at conventions because So our kids, from the littles to the big, I have to tell you, our studio was, the big kids loved our little kids, and the little kids loved the big kids. So they all sat together, and the parents would go upstairs. There was like this one place we were at all the time, and I remember lunches, because all the kids would just eat together, eat each other's food, talk about the day, and just have so much fun. So sorry. Grab her quick. I'm on a live. Thank you. Um, and it was what I remember. I mean, I, of course I remember the dances cause I loved it. And I loved yeah. backstage getting the kids, all the moms would help each other get ready. You know, the yeah. kids ready and the kids would help each other, but I don't really remember all the awards or it's more of the camaraderie and how much they loved each other. Yeah. That's such a good point. And I think at the end of the day, fear over not getting an award should never be a reason to not pursue a competition or a dance class or you know what I mean like really going in for a for the experience the camaraderie the community that you make the friendships that you make that are just so long lasting even if you don't have those friends from school you have them from dance and there's a lot to be said about that too I love dance competitions it's so crazy 
and people say, how can you love dance competitions? I'm like, they're so much fun. Yeah. Like, I love to see like an opening number that the kids mm -hmm. just had learned. And I love to see big production numbers. And I love to see the littles, oh, you know, when they, there's these two little kids doing a duet. And, but I love mm -hmm. to see our kids on stage. Like our kids, I'm at the studio. Like it just mm -hmm. makes you have such a sense of pride, but it's just, I don't know, I love it. I'm always sitting at the end of my, edge of my seat. I mean, it's a dance competition, but I love it. Yeah, every single time it was like not new to me, but I loved it. Sure. Yeah. You know, I just, yeah. I don't know, I loved it. Well, Melissa, thank you so much. This was such a wonderful mm -hmm. chat. You've given us such great insight. You know, you're so special to me and I um, thank you for having me on. Yes, I agree, Melissa. And we will be in touch, okay? Yes. Mm -hmm. Have a good night. You too.